The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Belling it up to the nine-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. My name is Chris. Hannah is here, and this is the EP Podcast Weekend Update. Hello. All right, so this is all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. And Hannah, I got to tell you a uh, quick story I related on Monday's show, but I'm going to tell people about it here. I moved over the business account for the entire broadcast basement on-demand radio network, which also does Socks in the Basement, Southside Pod, Windy City Slam, Bucks in the Basement out of Pittsburgh, and of course, the EP podcast and many others, a uh, sentimental podcast, the Zemar podcast. I have all these podcasts under one big business and I had to bring the account over to the first national bank of Evergreen park. Actually, I chose to bring the account over to the first national bank of Evergreen park mm-hmm. because the big conglomerate bank that I had originally set up the business account with, the only way I could get an answer is to tweet them. What? And then, then they would send me a message telling me what phone number to call because the phone number wasn't even on their website. What are they, an airline? I, I, exactly. They're worse than an airline, for crying out loud. <laughs> I tried to call the branch. I couldn't get anybody on the phone. It was frustrating. So I bring everything over to the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. I get everything set up. I got the same online banking. I got the same way that I deposit everything. I could still pull over and, and drop all of the checks and cash and anything that I collect from people that advertise on the show right into an ATM. I have no crazy fees. They're not trying to hit me up like, oh, your your account dropped below this level for like 24 hours. Here's a $25 fee. Like that's not there. Those okay? just need to go away. Right. Everywhere. They gave me my first set of checks for free. They they hooked me up. And then the first day, 24 hours after I opened up the account, there was a glitch online with me getting access to the account. With the other bank, would have taken forever. With them, I sent an email. Danny over there told me that he was going to take care of it. It was his day off. He took care of it in like a couple of minutes from home. I've never heard of a banker working for someone on their day off. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, it got me for life. Check them out right now. First National Bank of Evergreen Park at 95th and Pulaski. You can visit them at bankevergreenpark.com. Right now, put in slash for you at the back end of that and find out what they have to offer for you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. It is now time for your weekend weather. made the mistake of deciding I was going to coach a t-ball team. I think we'll get into that a little bit more on Monday's show. I can't wait to hear stories from oh. that when it gets started. I just can't wait. I've got stuff to talk about. I think it's about hilarious there was a draft yeah. for a t-ball yeah, There was a t-ball draft. It was real hard <laughs> picking between the one four-year-old and the other four-year-old. But this weekend, <laughs> let's take a look at the weather. I'm not having any practice because it's t-ball. I, I tried to have one practice just to hand out uniforms. I had to reschedule it already once just because of the fact that the weather's so up and down. This weekend, cloudy, 58 is the high on Friday, the day this show comes out, and it's raining all day on Saturday, it looks like. Oh, 54 degrees, then it drops into 48 degrees, partly cloudy, and just when you thought that April was going to suck completely, up to 71 on Monday. So basically, this is the last terrible weekend before the summer. That's what that's what I'm declaring. I am this. knocking on the oak bar, knock on wood. Last You're not terrible jinxing weekend. this. You're not jinxing this. Yeah, this is the last terrible weekend. <laughs> 
And then after that, I will accept no more terrible weekends. At no all. No more. No more. Or I'm going to call a manager. On Monday's episode, Dr. David Beckman will be joining us. He's going to be one of our guests. You are currently a patient of Dr. Beckman. You were telling me how excited you are about all the things that he does. Like he just jumps online and chit chats. So it's not just me. Like when I text him, I figure, well, it's because I'm hosting the podcast. He's a great physician. He's available, you know, when you go in, you know, for my first appointment, you know, he's very thorough about asking questions. What are your concerns? What do you need to know more about? Wanted to complete history on you. Uh, to get a, a video appointment with him is very easy. You know, he called right on time, like within two minutes of the, the appointment. Um, I've had video appointments with other doctors since the pandemic started, and one of them called me two hours late. Like, I did not have that experience with Dr. Beckman. Really? So that I appreciate. Um, if you have a question about any medication you're on, you know, you don't have to call and leave a message for the nurse and wait for the nurse to give it to them. No, they have this this online module you just pop in there and it's kind of like a chat feature. Just send him your question and he's pretty responsive. So Awesome. Well, you know, I thought it was just me because I'll just text him like, <laughs> hey, doc, I got this. I don't have this I number. got this weird thing. And I'm not even one of his patients officially. Just because he comes on the show, I'm like, hey, doc, I got this. I got this strange thing. Can I send you a picture? And he puts up with me. So I, I would hope he's that good with his patients. <laughs> he puts up with you <laughs> for free. <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit about COVID vaccinations because I think that's going to be a hot button topic uh, yeah, coming up here. questions about mine. Well, I mean, let's be honest, and I'm, I'm going to ask him about it on Monday. I'm going to ask him at what point do we all just accept that some people are getting the vaccines and some are not. I read an article this week in which they say within two to four weeks, there'll be more vaccines than people that want it. They're closing mass vaccination sites in Ohio and Florida and other places because nobody's signing up for the appointments. There's no way we're getting to 70 or 80% for this herd immunity that I keep hearing about. No. You're just not going to get enough people that are going to do it. No. But on the other hand, I am just, this is me. Maybe I'm just a horrible person. Maybe this is just, maybe I have no heart. But in my mind, if you are able to get it, it doesn't cost you any money and you refuse to get it. And then you catch COVID and you die. Or you give it to somebody. Anybody's fault except for you. No, no, no. Even if you give it to somebody, the person you gave it to also had the opportunity to get a vaccine, right? I mean, there's going to be there's going to be a point here. There's going to be a point here where everybody who dies from COVID got it and died because they refused to get a vaccine when it was available to them. Like, at at what point do we have gotten yours? Not yet. But if I died right now because I was lazy, (laughs) it's my fault, right? No, I mean, right? It's my fault. It's your fault because I've been too lazy to go sign up for the thing. If I catch it in in a month. If I don't sign up for it, we get to the point like in a month or two where, you know, everybody should be able to get it if they just take the time to go get the shot. Yeah. And they don't go get the shot and somebody dies. Whose fault is it? It's not the fault of the person that didn't have a mask on and gave it to you. It's not the fault of the baseball stadium that let everybody back in again. It's not the fault of the restaurant owner anymore. It's your fault. You decided not to get it or you forgot to get it. It's just like if you forget to get your oil changed and you just put it off forever and the car breaks down. And you're on the side of the road and you look like a moron. And it's your fault. It's your fault. (laughs) If you're concerned about COVID and you think you might have it, every Friday, 9 a.m. until 3 p.m., you could field 89th and Kedzie in the northwest corner drive-through easy mouth swab testing. If you're looking for a vaccine, the Moderna vaccine is now available through the Evergreen Park 
Pharmacy located on the first floor of the Mary Potter Pavilion at Little Company, 2850 West 95th Street. And you can register online. They'll call you back and schedule an appointment. Now, if you don't have internet access, well, then you're probably not listening to this podcast. So if you know somebody without internet access who's homebound, the Village Hall can help them set up those appointments. Tell people to call 708-229-3341. Leave a message with their name and their phone number. Somebody will call them back. Get them all signed up right through the Village Hall. 708-229-3341. Meanwhile, 95th Street westbound is going to go down to one lane from Sacramento Avenue to Utica. That is going to go through this Monday, April the 26th. A couple of things I want to get to before we get to our guest here on the weekend update. Actually, just one more thing. The Evergreen Park Youth Department is doing a youth garden. They are planting for the future, and it's Tuesday, May 18th from 4 p.m. until 6 p.m., Any kid from grade four through 12 can go and plant in the garden. Bring your own tools, although they will have some. Plant in the garden over at the youth department. That is at the community center at 3450 West 97th Street. Head coach of Evergreen Park football, Jerry Verdi. They suffered a loss last week. It was a close game. He's going to talk about that and the final game of the season up next right here on the EP Podcast. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. You've heard us talk about Cool Cloud's Vapor Shop, local Evergreen Park business that helps people stop smoking. In fact, they've been around right here in Evergreen Park since 2014, and they are open and ready now to help smokers get off of cigarettes with a $30 starter kit. A wide range of devices are available. Try a different flavor or a nicotine strength. And right now they're offering curbside pickup, delivery, and shipping options. Cool Clouds also has a growing selection of CBD products and recreational cannabis accessories. First-time customers, mention the EP Podcast for 20% off your first purchase when you sign up for the rewards program. With gift certificates available, get one now for the smoker you want to get off cigarettes. Cool Clouds Vapor Shop, 3837 West 95th Street in Evergreen Park. Age verification is required, must be 21. Remember, quitting smoking is hard. Lucky for you, there's Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Joining me on the phone line right now, we've been sitting down uh, each and every Friday, basically, on the EP Podcast to talk about what's going on with Evergreen Park High School football. Head coach Jerry Verdi on the line. How are you, coach? Hi, Chris. Doing well. Doing well. Thank you. You know, a, a, a rough one last Friday night. It was a close game. 27-21 loss to Richards. Uh, tell us a little bit about what happened and uh, how close was this one? Well, uh, we we didn't start off real well. We we spotted him 14 points uh, basically within the first six minutes, and uh, then we decided that we wanted to play, and and then we played uh, you know relatively well for the rest of the game. You know, offense was moving the ball, and defensively we had some really good stops, and we put ourselves in a position even after they scored. Uh, we were driving down, uh, and, um, well, we just didn't, we, we didn't connect in the end zone on fourth down and, you know, we end up losing the game. And that's the second time that that particular scenario has, has happened for us. And, and as disheartening as it can be, you know, um, to, to lose a game that way, uh, you can feel good because, you know, the underclassmen, those, you know, the, the sophomores and the, and the juniors, and we even have one freshman playing, uh, getting time at running back, you know, those experiences all pay dividend down the road. That's not much cancellations for the for the seniors, but 
you know, for the overall, it's, 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 it's not exactly a terrible thing to happen to, to figure out how to compete and what it actually takes to, to win a football game. So, um, you know, we learn from that experience and, and we move on. The weird thing about that night, it was, last Friday night, was how cold it got. I mean, it was we had had this really warm weather, and then it was almost as if the football gods looked down and said, well, in late season games, it's supposed to be really cold, so let's make it cold on Friday night. Because you, you, it didn't get warmer, as you would expect with this spring schedule. It got colder on you. Did that affect any of your play, especially early on? Well, not we. almost every night we've, we've played on Friday night, the weather has been like that. Uh, we've been kicking off, and it's been low 50s or in the 40s. I know, you know, last week I think it was in the high 30s while we were playing. But the, the nice thing was there wasn't much wind. And because there wasn't a whole lot of wind, you don't really notice the cold as much. But realistically we've been playing with that almost that exact same weather every game and the one saturday game we played a couple weeks ago it was just pouring for most most of the game so we haven't had a whole ton uh of luck (laughs) for weather on game night and uh we're really hoping that this friday is is different because right now it's it's showing that it's supposed to be mid fifties and uh for you know during the day and and maybe maybe it can be low fifties when we play that would be a that would be a difference for us at this point you know I had a question for you this week a little bit off the topic of just weekly games because I was trying to catch up on what happened on Friday night before we spoke, and one of the highlights that I found I found like a, a camera highlight where you've got just a a massive train running right next to the visitor's bench for a good portion. <laughs> Uh, when that happens during a game, is that a home field advantage for you guys that it gets so loud on the visitor's bench because you got a freight train going by? Have you ever thought about that? You know, I, I haven't really put a ton of thought into it because we're just so used to it. I, you know, it happens to us, uh, you know, sometimes at practice, and uh, we just we just get so used to operating, you know, with that going on that I guess when you look at it that way, it is a bit of an advantage when that goes, when that goes on because I'm sure – they don't hear very well because realistically we don't hear all that well on the, on the home sideline, you know, and, and we're farther away from it. So I, I suppose that is a bit of a home field advantage when the train's going by. Something to consider next year, like in big games, you might need to make a phone call and schedule a train to go by in the fourth quarter. Uh, you won't have any more home games this year. Instead, you're going to finish up at Eisenhower against Eisenhower. Uh, preview this game for us. Well, they're three and two. Um, they had a nice win in the last few seconds um, against Richards, uh, so they're, they were in a very similar situation, um, you know, that that we were. Um, we match up relatively well. Um, you know, we we feel good about the game. It's just we have to execute and 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 make the plays when they're there to be made. And, and uh, you know, we've got a really good shot at, at winning. We feel good about that. Um, you know. Each and every game this year, we've been competitive, and and um, we we put ourselves in a position to compete during the game, and and I don't think Friday night will be any different. Uh, I know the seniors, with it being their last game, and and their seniors, with it being their last game, you know, we expect a, a pretty high level of competition, and and uh, you know, just like we have for all these games, we're looking forward to it. Like I told you. From the get-go, I, you know, we really look at, at all these games we've been able to play as a blessing, and uh, we're one of um, a fraction of schools at this point over the six-game season that hasn't lost a game. Uh, you know, so um, 
uh, as far as uh, losing a game to uh, quarantine or something like that. So we're just knocking on wood now and and hoping we get the kickoff. (laughs) What's it like in the final week for for you and for the seniors that you're going to coach for the last time? And and you're you're grateful that you got to do something with them this year, but knowing this is the last week with them, uh, what happens this week? Tell us a little bit about that feeling. Well, it, it's it's unique. It's a little unique from the standpoint of you know, oftentimes when you're in this situation for the for the last you know game of the season, you're usually competing for some kind of playoff spot, or you know you're in the playoffs. Um, but there have been those you know unique times where you, where you're not making the playoffs and. And so you really are just spending a, a you know a week together and preparing for one final game. You know the interesting thing about football, and, and I, I, I've told you this uh, you know a few times now, is that you know each each week is really like a mini season. You know you you put the last game away, you watch it together as a team on Saturday, and coaches game plan either on Saturday night or on Sunday, and then you introduce a new game plan on Monday and. And you start to implement that, and then when you get to Tuesday, Wednesday, you're you're working on the execution and and making sure that the personnel situations are correct. And then you get to Thursday, and you're in a walkthrough, and you play on Friday. And and the neat thing about football, even when you're in your last week, is that once the kids who are so conditioned to this kind of a season, you know, are are there on Monday, it's kind of business as usual you know you you realize for instance on tuesday we we have a portion of practice where we call it a sled drive and and it's the five-man sled and they're groups of five and they push the sled and we try to make it fun we give them grades at the end and we declare a winner who who hit the sled and drove the sled the you know the furthest or whatever and um you know, it, it, you get those unique situations where then somebody says, well, this is the last time we're doing that. And then the seniors kind of look around, they start looking around the field and they get a little bit nostalgic. So there are a few of those situations, but for the most part, because of the way, you know, a season's structured and the way the week goes, you, the kids are pretty well locked in, you know, and, and it's business as usual and, and you have things to get done and you have to get them done. And, and it's not until you know, that the final zeros are on that scoreboard on Friday uh, that they realize, you know, it's over, you know, and, and then that's a, that's a different situation. But uh, for the most part during the week, you know, they're, they're locked in and they're, and they're just doing what they need to do. Friday night, the last game of the season for Evergreen Park High School football at Eisenhower, 7 p.m. start. Coach Jerry Verdi has been with us throughout the entire season. Coach, if you're able to, we'd love to wrap things up no matter what happens with you next week, and I appreciate you jumping on the EP podcast. I appreciate it, Chris. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.